0: The final tonight, and the best team in baseball wins it all in 2018. For the first hit. Rutschman into right field.
1: in december we are bringing this to you on december 12th could be listening to this on monday tuesday or whenever you listen to your beyond the ballpark episodes um but in today's episode we're going to continue our jersey number rankings closing in on the end here uh with the higher numbers today we're doing 61 through 60 or to 80 um those are our numbers so um we'll be bringing those to you today um and uh Still, baseball is not happening, which is extremely sad. Um, but hopefully we, we get our issue resolved and we'll try and, you know, get baseball back on track. Uh, and while we do that, we'll talk about our jersey numbers right now. Uh, so 61, um, Ryan Burr of the Chicago White Sox, I believe. Uh, Ryan Burr is actually really good. And, you know, we obviously do research and we kind of find those guys that are kind of hidden. Ryan Burr is one of those guys. Ryan Burr was... Were really good out of the pen, the White Sox and uh, the White Sox pen is so good in the American League. It's one of the top, in the American League, maybe even in all of baseball. And looking at Ryan Burr's numbers, I think Ryan Burr was a big part of that uh, and the White Sox success.
0: Yeah, this guy is—he's definitely—he's overshadowed by the other guys in this bullpen because this is one of the stack. I think the stack—one of the most stack bullpens in all baseball—and this is a guy that people kind of overlook and you think he's a. Uh, He's a great player, and I think he wins number 61.
1: Yeah, I would definitely say that. Uh, number 62, Logan Webb of the San Francisco Giants. I mean, the San Francisco Giants were just simply one of the best teams in the league, if not the best. And Logan Webb's a huge reason uh, he was be able to back up Kevin Gosman. And Logan Webb was just fantastic. You really do have to realize how good Logan Webb was, and at twenty four years old, I don't remember if he's a left or right handed pitcher. Um um but no matter what side he throws from, he is just fantastic. He's a fantastic pitcher as of as of right now and at twenty four years old. The sky's the limit for Logan Webb. Okay, so he's a right handed pitcher. But Logan Webb is just so incredibly fantastic. He's gonna be able to take his game to the next level now that Gosman has gone to the blue jays, and he's gonna be amazing next year in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, Logan Webb, you know, if, if you watch the postseason, he had that great postseason performance. And he's just an incredible young pitcher with tons of talent. Uh, He, he had a really good play in the postseason, and I think he can keep on doing that. He's going to be really helpful for the Giants in the future. So this guy is really good, and people should look out for him.
1: Um, Yeah, definitely. Number 63, Diego Castillo, originally the Rays when went to the Mariners was able to keep his number luckily and that is why he makes his way onto this list. Diego Castillo a great pitcher I knew he was a good pitcher but I saw the slash line for the 2021 season. Great slash line he was definitely a very solid pickup for the Seattle Mariners and big reason why they were able to make a push for the postseason and I know they came up short on the last day but you do I, I think Diego Castillo is going to be a great part of the Mariners team going into 2022, and he's going to be able to lock up some games, either in a closer or a setup man role. Really like Diego Castillo, and uh, yeah, he wins here at 63.
0: Yeah, if you look at his numbers, you got a win loss of five five wins and five losses. ERA though, I think it's his best was 2.78 ERA. That is great ERA for a reliever. Uh, so yeah, he's just a really solid pitcher and a good pickup for the Mariners.
1: Number sixty-four, we got so- Tony Santillan of the Cincinnati Reds. Tony Santillan was actually really good in a in like a Reds bullpen that was not very strong last year. His flash on was really good, and you know, as we dove into the numbers and took a look at more players, we did kind of have to scope out our options. Tony Santillan was actually a pretty nice option for us to take here when we were making our list and best player wearing number sixty-four in our eyes.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. This guy is—I think he's kind of underrated. People kind of don't even know. Only many people know who this guy is. Um, but yeah, he's a great, great, guy, great pitcher. Two point nine one ERA. Um, yeah, he's a rookie. and I think he's got a lot of potential. He had a great season, twenty twenty one. I feel like he's only going to go up from here.
1: For sure. Number sixty-five, Gregory Soto of the Detroit Tigers is able to make a um, All-Star team for the Tigers, and uh, just really good. Uh, he maybe the Comerica Park plays in his favor, but the numbers don't lie. And I think Gregory Soto's a really solid reliever. Uh, he was in the back of my mind, and I think Gregory Soto is just really good, and he's going to be very effective for a Tigers team looking to move forward next year. With a young core pitching, Gregory Soto is going to be there and be very effective out of the Tigers' bullpen.
0: Yeah, this guy was in um he was in All Stars this uh, season and this class was had a lot of good pitchers in it. Um, Nestor Cortez Jr. He was one of our top options along with Jose Quijidi. Those guys were also two great pitchers that we could have picked, but we went with Gregory Soto, the All Star, great young pitcher, and like you said, he would be really helpful for that young Detroit starting pitchers.
1: Yeah. Number 66, Luis Garcia of the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, you know, we, again, another guy where we looked at the numbers and was just really good and maybe it was part of the reason why that the, uh, you know, Cardinals were able to have a lot of success uh, down the stretch and went on like a, what, 15-game winning streak? Um, I think Luis Garcia was definitely a part of that out of the uh, Cardinals' pen and uh, just... A really nice pitcher, and was definitely able to to help the Cardinals mash in uh, 2021 down the stretch after the All-Star break.
0: Yeah, he's got um, a year eight, a really good, great season. Like you said, he could have been part of that reason why um the Cardinals went on such a hot streak there. Um, so yeah, he's a great reliever, and um now he's actually not on the Cardinals anymore. He is on the Padres. I think he was a free agent. We're not sure. We think, uh, but He's still ranked 66 to our knowledge. So, yeah, he's he's a great pitcher, and uh, he's a solid bullpen piece.
1: Number 68, George Romano of the Toronto Blue Jays, who was actually really good out of the you know, not-so-strong Blue, Blue Jays bullpen. Blue Jays definitely have the holes in the pitching department, whether it's starting pitching or relief pitching. They definitely have the offense there to produce. Um, but in terms of pitching, not that great. Jordan Romano was really able to stand out, and especially after Kirby Yates kind of went downhill quickly with the injuries and stuff, uh, Jordan Romano was able to kind of fulfill a big role in the Blue Jays' bullpen uh, and help them get to where they did in 2021.
0: Uh, he, uh, I think you might have missed 67. Yeah,
1: I did. That's a very good point. Uh, So we've already talked about 68. We'll backtrack to 67 real quick. Um, Jose Cisnero, um, forget what team he's on. Uh, Let me take a quick look. Detroit Tigers, he's going to be kind of like a Gregory Soto where he's going to be very effective out of the uh, Tigers pen or wherever they use him. Um, I think he's just a very solid pitcher, and he's going to be – Another very helpful pitcher that the Tigers have on hand to help guide a young team through the 2022 season that's ready, that is so close to being ready uh, to competing.
0: Yeah, you know, he had a great season, 3.64 A and uh, he's going to be part of that Detroit pitching staff, along with Greg, so like you said, they got a lot of young pitching. I feel like this team, with getting high buys, but then this, and having this good bullpen, I feel like they could do some serious damage.
1: Yeah, definitely uh sixty nine, since we already talked about Jordan Romano for sixty eight. Tommy Malone at the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh we only have three <laughs> players to choose from here, so uh Tommy Malone I think was just the best option. May even might not even be on a team right now. I don't know, just okay. There's really not much to say here. It's just, it's just mainly a veteran that a a team could use. Um Maybe a team that's young and upcoming that's trying to get some guys to lead them through uh, Tommy Malone's your guy, but at the end of the day, Tommy Malone is not the best pitcher that you could aim for. But out of three players, Tommy Malone uh, the most solid option.
0: Yeah, this guy has been in the league a long time ten years to be exact. He's played on ten different teams. Uh, so he's been in the league a long time. He's not a great pitcher. I feel like his best days, his rookie years, to be specific, I think, are gone. They're behind him. Um, yeah, right now he's on, I think he's a free agent. Um, but he's wearing number 69, and he's the best option. Not many good options here. Pretty weak class, probably one of the weakest classes. And, yeah.
1: Number 70 um, is one, was won by... Um, TJ Antoni uh, of the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, this was not the biggest class, but not the smallest either. Um, I think it was just kind of Teja Antoni had some really good numbers and kind of was able to give some results out of the Reds bullpen. But I, I'm assuming, as you can kind of tell, as we get up the list here uh, with the numbers, not the greatest options. but TJ Antoni is very, very good.
0: Uh, and is our winner here at seventy? Um, yeah, yeah, I think he had a great season of uh, 2.14 ERA, he had two losses and zero, he had two wins and zero losses. And yeah, he's a great pitcher for the Cincinnati bullpen. Uh, he's young, he's a he was a rookie in 2020, uh, so he's a young pitcher. He's really good for the Cincinnati bullpen. Number
1: seventy-one. Um, this one's actually a really nice one to talk about. Josh Hader, of the Milwaukee Brewers, who is absolutely filthy from the left-hand side. You really do re- really you really do need to recognize Josh Hader um, as a reliever in baseball because he simply is one of the best, if not the best. Uh, Josh Hader's sick, and he made the All MLB team as a closer slash reliever, whatever it was. Josh Hader is just so good and so talented, and he's from Maryland too, my home state. So. Why would not I love Josh Hader. Uh, And, you know, that dude is just nasty and throws gas from the left-hand side out of the bullpen. Best player wearing number 71.
0: Yeah, this guy, Josh Hader, he won reliever of the year in the NL. He's one of the best relievers. He's a three-time All-Star. He's just a really good pitcher. And he's great there in Milwaukee. He's only 27, too, so he's got plenty of room to to grow and become one of the best pitchers. Um, in the league, and he's definitely the best reliever, I think, in my eyes. He's just so disgusting, like you said, those gas. And yeah, I think any team would want to have this guy.
1: Um, number 72 is actually a Boston player. Uh, Garrett Whitlock of the Boston Red Sox uh, was swiped in the Rule 5 draft from last year uh, from the New York Yankees organization, and it was actually very solid Uh, out of the Red Sox bullpen. He turned 25 earlier in the year. And at 25 years old, he's going to have, he's going to provide some huge help in innings out of the pen for the uh, Boston Red Sox. And Garrett Willock is honestly a really good pitcher and definitely a guy fun to watch. Hurts me as an Orioles fan, but uh, Garrett Willock's just really good. And, you know, there's no way around the facts.
0: Yeah, I think this guy is, like, one of our best relievers. Um, He's so good. He had 1.96 ERA. Oh this guy's like one of my favorite boss Red Sox. He's a rookie. Um I think we set him as like our best rookie uh, in we did a rookie video. So he's a great pitcher. So young and yeah, he's got plenty of room to grow and become a great reliever.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh number seventy
0: three, uh Yerman Mercedes
1: Yerman Mercedes, he started off the year scalding hot. Uh kinda ended it cold May even. Maybe even ended it in the minor leagues. Um, but Yerman Mercedes, the lum- numbers don't lie. His sh- stretch of games are pretty darn good for him. And, uh, you know, maybe he has a bigger role poised for the Chicago White Sox in 2022. Who knows? Yerman Mercedes, the future is kind of un- undetermined right now. Um, but, the you know, the slash line, really, really good. And that's why we went with him at 73.
0: Um, yeah, I feel like he didn't have a great year, only seven homers and batted 271, Uh, but I feel like this class is one of the weaker ones. Um, Your Mercedes kind of stood out in our eyes, Uh, so we picked him, he's 28, and uh, 2021 was only his second season in the MLB, so I feel like he can become better and become a better player, and, you know, like I said, he was hot at the beginning of the season, and then he cooled down. Uh, If he can stay hot the whole season, I feel like this guy could be really, really good. Yeah.
1: Uh number seventy four 74 elo Jimenez, outfielder, Chicago White Sox. Not a great twenty twenty one, but it was kind of injury plagued and stuff and he was out for a long time. But his stretch of games wasn't terrible and I think what Eloy has done in the past in twenty twenty is not something is you know something that can't be ignored. So I'm we kinda took this year for him with a grain of salt. Uh Eloy is one of the young stars of the game and uh I think as he gets older and stronger and more mature as a player and a person, I think Eloy is going to be a great, great player and a guy to watch out for in Chicago.
0: Yeah, he's only 25. Uh, I feel like he kind of had a down year, but like I said, he's injured. Can't ignore what he did in uh, 2020 and 2019, too. Those years were incredible years for him. And I feel like, you know, even though he battled injuries in 2021, he, he will come back in 2022 and become... Uh, a great player, because he's only 25. He's got plenty of room to grow.
1: Number 75, uh, um, our pick was Camilo Doval. Actually, really, really good for the Giants last year. And uh, definitely provided some depth for them on their pitching staff. Uh, Camilo Doval was pretty awesome, to be honest. And um, again, he's kind of similar to what we said about Logan Webb was a breakout player that helped a breakout team um, succeed. And, you know, with, with a weak class, um, Camilo Duvall was an easy choice here.
0: Yeah. He's, he's 24 and he's a rookie. And he's getting a rookie in 2022. So I said, look out for this guy. He had a great season, three RA, uh, five wins, one loss. He's a great relief pitcher for the Giants bullpen. And yeah, he's very similar to Logan Webb and, He's a young pitcher leading his pitching for the Giants.
1: Um, number 76, Jesus Sanchez, Miami Marlins, tore it up at AAA, I heard, uh, in the 2021 season, got called up, and didn't play too horribly in the Major League level either. Uh, Jesus Sanchez is going to be roaming that outfield, I think, for the Marlins for a very long time. And yes, while well, you know the big names like Sexto Sanchez, Edward Cabrera, Max Mayer, and you know other guys that will be on their way. I think kind of Hazel Sanchez can go under the radar and be a very solid player for the Miami Marlins.
0: Um, Yeah, he was a rookie in 2021. He's 23 years old and had a great year. Um, He batted a 20, 50, 251 and um, had 14 homers. That's, that's a solid year for him. And yeah, he's only he's so young and I feel like he can do so much more. And you know, if he will do that in 2022 for sure. This is a good outfielder for the Marlins.
1: Number 77, Luis Garcia of the uh, Houston Astros. A different Luis Garcia, Uh, but I do think this Luis Garcia is much better. Uh, 24 years old, right-handed. He pitched really well in the postseason. I was able to see his stuff on display. Pretty nasty pitcher, and um, he was definitely able to help the Astros throughout the 2021 season and provide some good innings for them uh, in the starting rotation and I think Luis Garcia is a really good pitcher. Yes, he does pitch for the Cheater team, but I think if you're looking at him himself, Luis Garcia is a very good player.
0: Yeah, he had a great rookie year, um, and I think like he's gonna. He came second for Rookie Year in 2021. Um, he had, a, like you said, he was great in the postseason, which I did not like in the Red Sox. Um, so that was not good for me. But yeah, he was a solid pitcher and. and 3.4 ERA, 11 wins, eight losses. But I think you can't really count that because win losses aren't a really good thing to judge the pitcher. Uh, but yeah, um, great young pitcher, and yeah, he's win 77.
1: Yeah, number 78, Jordan Holloway of the Miami Marlins out of a very weak class. Uh, I wouldn't say weak, or maybe it was, but he's not a class with great options. And you know, we didn't have a ton of options to pick from. Uh, but Jordan Holloway did have some, you know, solid numbers and kind of just, it is what it is. And we didn't have a ton to pick from, so not too much to say. But Jordan Holloway, just a nice little young arm out of Miami and um, maybe could be a part of the future in Miami.
0: Yeah, like you said, not a pretty pretty weak class. Um, this guy, Jordan Holloway, is decent. He's not great, um, he has a 4-yard A. Um, but, yeah, he's young. He's uh, 20.1 of his second year, so I feel like he's got room to grow. And, um, yeah, good young pitcher. My name's got a long end pitching and weak glass, but I feel like he wins it.
1: 79. We had a great candidate here at 79, Jose Abreu, who's a guy that's really underrated. Every single season, he puts up a consistent year uh, for the Chicago White Sox, whether it's a first base or DH, whoever you want to call him. Uh, He's just phenomenal with the baseball bat, and, you know, he won the MVP in 2020. So, um, great, great player uh, in Jose Abreu, and he is basically leading the White Sox uh, with the offense. Um, And while he does have some solid guys to back him up, Jose Abreu easily wins
0: 79. Yeah, he had a great year once again, 30 home runs. Um, He batted 261, which is just so good for him. Um, he, like you said, MVP last year, so you really can't debate that. Everyone else, is, if they don't have an MVP, you can't really de- debate with the guy who does have the MVP, Jose Abreu. He's so good. First base, DH, like you said, three-time All-Star. He's Rookie of the Year in his rookie year. So, this, Jose Abreu, no doubt the winner of 79.
1: And number 80, the last number of today's episode before we get into the last segment of the series next week Anthony Bender, the Miami Marlins, actually had a really nice year. Don't remember if he is left or right-handed.
0: Uh, he is right.
1: Right-handed. Uh, really good pitcher. Um, pitching, you know, 60 games, 61 in the third innings, 71, sh- in a, 71 strikeouts. He's a very good pitcher in a 2.79 ERA. Uh, you know, just a nice pitcher and only 26 years old. Um, could be turning 27 soon, but, uh, you know, Anthony Bender is just a really nice pitcher, and I think if the Marlins want to keep him around, he could definitely provide um, them with some quality innings out of the bullpen. Uh, I feel like we did talk a lot about pitchers uh, this episode before uh, I'll let Brendan speak.
0: Um, yeah, Funny enough for this one, number 80, both of our teams, Boston and Baltimore, both had a player. Uh, we did not pick them because they were simply not good. Uh, we picked Anthony Bender, who's a young, another young Marlins pitcher who, um, who's, you know, pretty good. He had two point seven nine ERA, which is really good uh, for a rookie. Yeah, he's just a really good player, and he wins eighty.
1: And that's going to complete our list here today um, for our Jersey Number rankings. Still no new baseball news aside from the Rule 5 draft. uh, That happened and players were taken from other organizations. Um, But that's pretty much it. We're still in lockdown. We're still being driven insane here and beyond the ballpark. At least I am. And I know Brendan is. I am. So hopefully they can come to an agreement and we can have baseball happen again soon enough. But uh, yeah, that's going to be all for today's episode. Hope you enjoyed, and with that, we will see you next time.